Alright, welcome back to another episode of The World According to Us. We are on verdict watch for the Tatiana Jefferson murder at the hands of uh, former police officer Aaron Dean. This is Court TV Live. They're going to announce. So, we're going to hear live what they say their verdict is. We've been waiting three years. Let's listen. I want to give a side note that the judge has said nobody should give any outbursts once the verdict is read. Anybody who needs to or feel that they can't control themselves should exit the courtroom. on manslaughter but let's see what they determine as the punishment stay tuned all right welcome back that brief break um this is your host the man steve java and um this is the world according to us we just heard the verdict rendered in the trial of former police officer Aaron Dean for the murder of a Tatiana Jefferson that took place back in 2019. So, finally, day in court, we get a verdict. Now, I'm disheartened with this verdict because, again, it is another testament of the fact that in this land, in this country, we call America. This system of justice, or so-called justice as it's called here, is really a system of injustice when it comes to people who are not Caucasian or the members of the, the dominant society. And I say that not lightly. I say that from historical context. I say that from repeated cases where we can see exactly how it's working and people will say 
oh, that's not that's not indicative of how the system works. It's imperfect. Um, this happened, but it, it, it's it's not the norm. Uh, the system wasn't designed to work that way. And yet we see time and time again, if the verdicts keep coming back in a way that is not presenting true justice, then that must mean that the system is working as it is designed to. It can't be that it's just some error that keeps on popping up continuously when it comes to certain people. How do you have a system where you say jury of your peers and the jury is completely devoid of any of your quote-unquote peers? Here you have the victim, a young melanated woman, a Tatiana Jefferson, or as they, they would like to call it, black woman, babysitting in her own home with her nephew, gunned down by a police officer who does not identify himself on a check that is not an emergency call. Within one second, just like with the Tamir Rice case, shoots and kills her, she is legally able to defend herself within her home and have a firearm. She is not shown to be raising any gun at him. Her nephew testifies that she had the gun at her side as she approaches the window because she heard noise in the backyard. Officer Dean flashes his flashlight at the window, yells out, show me your hands, and shoots. Kills her. Does not perform any CPR or try to render any aid. And then when we get to the trial, the defense is, oh, she had a gun and I was staring down the barrel of a gun, so I shot and killed her. You didn't know who was at the window when you shot and killed You were going for a wellness check. Why are you with your gun out? Why aren't you announcing yourself? And for this jury, this is the other part of it that is so infuriating. We have a jury where the entire jury pool is Caucasians or a Caucasian police officer. History repeating itself. The only difference we're seeing here is instead of him walking outright, which they used to do daily, daily in the 50s and 60s and even before that in this country where you have clear-cut cases of guilty men lynching people and walking because the juries were all white. Here, they give a compromised verdict because they say they can't prove intent. The mens rea, it's not intent. It's subjective that he supposedly is entitled to fear for his life as a police officer. Who told you to go there unannounced. This is a wellness check. And in the wellness check, your gun is out and you killed the the person who actually resides in the home. Could have killed her nephew too. I don't see how they can just call that manslaughter. I know that a lot of people will disagree. The ones who are cop apologists will say, no, 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 it's, it's, it really is just manslaughter. He didn't intend. You have no idea because you only have to look at this person's face. Look at the, the the actual gestures, the emotion. This person shows no remorse. He has shown no facial expression when it came to the verdict even being read about his guilt. He looks like a person who knew that he was not going to be found guilty of the top charge and that most likely when it came to the penal stage will probably be given a slap on the wrist. I'm waiting, not with really bated breath, 
just to see confirmation of what kind of sentence he gets for manslaughter. Because if the jury can come back with this lesser included charge, guilty unanimously of that, but nothing else, then more than likely, I think the smirk on his face that I saw before it went to commercial, and I'm talking about the defendant, uh, former police officer Aaron Dean, he had a smirk on his face as he talked to his attorneys as the jury was uh, instructed to leave the, the courtroom. Uh, that tells me that he has already been prepped to know that the possible length of time that he could be facing will not be anything serious. He will be out within a short period of time and they will probably appeal and get it knocked down and, and he'll be home with his family in no time. So that's my expectation. Because we've seen this before too many times. And this is also a blow to really the principle and the essence of the Second Amendment. We are always told to give deference and preferential treatment to law enforcement whenever they get to use their weapons in preservation of their own lives. You see, it's never about them preserving other people's lives. It's always about them taking people's lives and then claiming that they were trying to protect their own. And people, almost like a, a Pavlov dog uh, response, go with that. Oh, yeah, 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 they had a right to... Hey, what about the people you're killing? Are they not human? Do they not deserve the right to self-defense? Do they not deserve the right to bear arms as American citizens? We have to stop with this blanket rubber stamping of wrongdoing at the hands of police officers across the board. And accountability cannot be this continued slap on the wrist nonsense. Because people may not want to understand or believe this, but you keep on doing this to people. Maybe one of two things is going to happen. We know for sure what goes around comes around. So I'm not at all going to be surprised when you see more of this happening to Caucasians, to Asians, to Latinos, to Indians, to Arabs, to whoever else, any other group of people. These precedents, you see, when you do this to the least of the among, those among you in society, and you say that this is okay, this is acceptable behavior, what you're saying is in effect, it can apply to any and everybody no longer becomes about necessarily just your quote-unquote ethnicity or your race or your skin tone. It's going to become about class and status. You don't have a badge on. You don't work for the state. You don't get paid by the taxpayers' dollars. Then you don't get the benefit of the doubt. You don't get these privileges and protections. And if they decide to kill you or your loved one in the court of law, they're not going to be held accountable. There's really nothing you can do. So what are you going to do when you get this message sent across the board collectively as a people are you going to politically activate and get the laws changed to hold these people accountable or are you going to start seeing more extreme actions and anti-law enforcement uh, sentiments permeating the country because if they can't be trusted and they can't be held accountable then you really have nothing to lose if you encounter them especially where it's you against them and they already have that mentality. They already view the public that they're supposed to serve and protect as enemy combatants. Very few of them, do you see, actually live by the principles of serving and protecting the public and doing it in a means of 
not trying to make an excuse for every single thing they do wrong. We know that people are human, but you cannot have this blanket immunity and covering up for things that they know are wrong. At the end of the day, I'll leave it on on this note because there's more that I want to say, but I'm going to leave it on this note. There is a God and there's a day of judgment coming. So even if man does not hold them accountable, don't think for one second that they're going to get away with what they're doing indefinitely and in perpetuity. What goes around comes around. Sins of the father will be visited upon the children. That you can take to the bank. Till the next time, this has been The World According to Us. This is your host, Steve Jabba. Take care.